Hi, everyone. Welcome to this very special edition of The Defense Never Rest. Uh, I'm Megan with Melissa. Hello. How are you? Great. Today is different and special because we are at the Claims Exchange Conference in in Philly. Um, And we did something similar last year at another conference. And it just worked so well to have this podcast booth and get just pull people in for shorter little episodes and just get like a lot of different guests at once. So I'm really excited to do it again today. And it's fun because you never know who you're going to talk to. Right. Like we really we don't know anybody who's going to be coming on the show today. It's all just folks who are attending the conference. So it's going to be interesting to just figure out their stories and what they're doing and how they got there because uh, strangers always have the best stories. Yeah. And like they don't totally expect us to be here. So they're not like planning to sit down for a podcast and I kind of like to have it keep it authentic and you know keep it easy and simple and um and just have like just conversations so let's get started welcome to the defense never rests with Morgan and Akins your monthly dose of uncommon sense about all things legal and some that are not Good afternoon, Faith. Thank you for joining Melissa and I today on The Defense Never Rest. We are live from the Claims Exchange Conference in Philly, and I'm so happy to have you. We're pulling people in for this podcast. I felt pulled in. Yeah. I know we forced you to come sit over here, but I promise it'll be a good time. I'm a little nervous. I'm scared. Don't be. Don't be. They're smiling. I'm still scared. So, you know, we... On this podcast, we talk a lot about claims. Um, obviously, people every, people on who work in claims. We have attorneys who are defense attorneys. So claims is the name of our game. Um, and you, I believe, work in at Comcast and Workers' Comp Claims? Yes, I am the director of Workers' Compensation Claims for Comcast NBC Universal. So that is any employee who's injured from a janitor all the way to our highest paid talent, that those claims come into my team. So. And I ask this a lot. Of all, like I pretty much ask every single guest this. Um, so I'm not special. N- n- you are special, Thank but you. not with this question. <laughs> 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 but because I find this so interesting, how did you end up in claims? Like, because I'm sure you didn't say, "Mommy, I want to be the director of workers' compensation claims." Absolutely, I woke up and said that to my mom. <laughs> no, uh, so. I think most of the people who probably have said that they've fallen into insurance, that's just kind of the name of the game, or at least it was when I was coming into the insurance industry. I think now we've got a better pipeline from school. There's a lot of REMIS programs or Mm -hmm. REMIS programs in uh, colleges, and even some high schools, I think, are working on programs. But for me, as I was growing up, I wanted to be the black female Perry Mason. So I know that is dating me. If anyone remembers that television show, it was a black and white TV show. And I would watch it every evening and say, oh my God, that's going to be me. I think it helped that my last name was also Mason. So I just felt kinship with Perry. And I think at the time I also liked arguing. So I was like, this is going to be the perfect thing for me. And I ended up going to St. Joe's University, majoring in criminal justice, which is a pipeline to be Mm -hmm. an attorney. And midway through my years there, they decided to get rid of a five-year program so I wouldn't graduate with a master's. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? So... I was actually at the time working as a directory assistance operator, and that is back in the day when you would dial 411 on your Mm -hmm. phone and you'd actually get a person. (laughs) I was that person, and in our break room, we had two insurance posters, and one of them was for health insurance and one of them for workers' comp insurance, so Aetna and Liberty Mutual. Applied to both companies, knew nothing about insurance, got both jobs, and I said, which one of these places is going to pay me more? Mm 
Liberty Mutual was paying more, so that's where I went. And I've been in the industry ever since. I had an amazing manager who just, I thought she was spectacular, Teresa Kiernan, if anyone knows her out there. And I just, I was just enamored with her. I thought that she was so smart. I thought that she just knew everything. I loved how she composed herself, how she handled herself in the industry. And I just was like, this, I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, my story. Well, first of all, I can't believe they pulled the program while you were in it. That that's seems... what we said. <laughs> it was a group of us, and we kind of went to the, the school and said, what the hell? It's like you, like, <laughs> and they said, so what? Keep paying us tuition. <laughs> now, are you overseeing claims in, um, everywhere? Yeah, I was going to say, like, what, where's, where are your territories? <laughs> everywhere. Are you in all 50 states? And international. <laughs> and international. <laughs> so, so you're and, and, and you're overseeing all of the claims, right? So I oversee the whole department. It's split into four different areas or pockets, we'll call it. So cable has three different div- divisions, northeast, central, uh, west, and then there is production and theme parks. So all of that falls under my purview. There are different people kind of managing each of those buckets, but yeah. that's the whole shebang. What, what theme parks? Um, Universal Orlando. Wow! Universal oh, right, Hollywood. it is. It is yeah. okay. So you must see some interesting claims then, uh, just in general. So many claims, different areas. Claims are always interesting. I think uh, right now, because most of all of our programs are fully functioning, right? So production's going live because it's the fall season. Mm-hmm. Theme parks are into Grinchmas and rolling. I'm sorry, in Halloween Horror Nights and rolling into Grinchmas. So that ends yeah. our year. And then cables running wild because students are back in school and we've yeah. got uh, startups and all that kind of stuff. So the whole program's running full force in the, the fourth quarter. And you see all kinds of claims. Like right now, theme park-wise, we're going to see tons of our scare actors get into altercations. Yeah. So what guess? does this? No, <laughs> guests getting in altercations with our scare actors. Right, not right, ours. right. That's yes. what I was going to say, though. People That's who work for right. us are amazing, so they would never do that. No, but no. But I was going to say, but guests. guests. Yeah, wild card. They came there to get scared and then end up punching Chucky. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Because uh, the, there's signs usually in, in yes, right? Yes, like, say don't, don't assault our guests. Like, right. right. You, you signed up for this you activity. Did. Yeah. You did. And so a when lot of times you decide, like, I don't know how it works at, at Universal, but you wear like the color if you want to be en- right. engrossed in the experience or you want to be hands off and you can exactly. make the, the choice. And I mean, if you're going through a maze and it's dark and something or someone pops out of a door, that's to be expected. We don't Which is why you paid to be there going through this scary <laughs> haunted jumping thing. Hello, there's no reason to go all WWE on <laughs> Chucky. So let's not do that. And we also have cameras. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if you can share, but are there any claims that you've had that stand out in your mind as some that are maybe one of the Not more interesting ones you've had? So, the Chucky one wasn't enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a real live claim. Uh, we've had some very interesting things happen on set. I mean, stunt actors yeah. for any of our productions that get thrown through glass and then now we've got whole shoulders that we need to replace or people that are on blown up cars (laughs) i guess i didn't even think about that whole anything you can think of is comcast universal like i didn't even think about the production aspect. absolutely it's not just our cable technicians who have some really gnarly accidents right so i don't want to downplay some of the things that happen to uh, folks and on the cable side it, it can be you know we're dealing with car accidents or people who are just being chased by bees so there's a whole gambit of things that our teams are dealing with from, from day to day yeah 
Um, so, and in your time, have you seen how things, how, th- how have things evolved with the claims mm-hmm. that you've seen? Hmm. I think the evolution of claims is, is interesting uh, question because what I think I've noticed is them getting better mm-hmm. and better, not in that people aren't having accidents, but our safety programs are really, really good, whether we're going from the theme park all the way up to our live theater for Wicked or to the cable technicians, just our EHS professionals going out there and making sure that people know what they're supposed to do, right? They're wearing their harnesses. They're wearing whatever safety goggles they need to wear. Um, They're wearing whatever equipment because they're flying through the air or through a stage. Um, So we've seen definitely a decline because of the, the trends that we've noticed on the claim side and being able to share that with our safety professionals yeah um and you must have to deal with i mean or, or the but i can tell you this okay industry-wide tons of tbi tons of traumatic brain injuries kind oh, of popping yeah. popping out of nowhere do you think like what do you I think just, starting the trend of that well i think some of it is social media driven i think some of it is just the sign of the time so a lot of people into like sports and entertainment where they see the cte injuries Mm -hmm. with the folks over in sports and stuff and that kind of trickles into the world that we're living in too so we do have people in hard hats and things of that nature so you know a fall from height maybe it started as a back injury but now they're like well they did kind of hit their head so we think maybe it's a traumatic brain injury this person can't come back so we have definitely seen an uptick in that and um you know we've got to deal with it on our end very interesting stuff (laughs) if people want to get into the nuts and bolts of uh, tbis now you know in in your role too and and being nationwide you have to you know work with counsel nationwide i'm not going to say anything bad about lawyers (laughs) Thank you. We don't get that often. Usually it's only bad. You guys are wonderful. Red liners. But I am curious if, and this Mm -hmm. might make you say something bad about lawyers, but are are there any tactics that you you really like dislike when you Mm. see with your your partnering counsel or counsel that you're like, I'm not partnering with you anymore? Hmm. I think the, the attorneys that we partner with do a really good job of really understanding our program I can only speak for the bad guys on the other side of the um, the other side of the token and I think because we are such a large company we look like the place for deep pockets so right they want to constantly bring out like we don't care about our employees and things like that so you see a lot of that in sort of the defense and even on the workers comp side you see it them pulling in oh was this a safety violation are they not taking care uh, of their employees and we have a very employee advocacy based model for all of our claim staff so um, that's really not the case for us but that is what we see out there in the the lawyering world see I wasn't gonna throw our (laughs) dedicated partners under the bus they do a good job they're a little wordy. <laughs> they, I, I, we do hear that down. a lot. The, the, the long, re- I hear, that is a, a very universal complaint is the very long report. So bearing in. the lead. Gotta get everything no, I was like, they're, pay- they're charging us by the letter and they're writing all of these things that could essentially say the person showed up for court, right? But they've got this long paragraph about telling me could that. Could have been an email. 
could have been an email <laughs> exactly uh, so what we've done actually on our side is sort of trimmed it down and created a template for mm-hmm. them and say hey you've got four or five sentences to give us the give us the meat and potatoes we don't need all that fluff yeah it, but listen, I love you guys an, as an attorney though I have to say I love that because I don't have time either to write <laughs> novels for each report and I know that my clients don't want that I don't so I love when a client says just give me what I need because then it makes my life easier it makes my clients life easier and I feel like it's better for the case you're not wasting money and time and you know writing writing and rewriting the same report over and over it absolutely is so think about myself right I'm over top of this large large program so I'm looking at things that are coming in from from my direct reports as well as things that are going to all of our adjusting staff hundreds of people across the country Um, I don't need 300 pages from you and 300 pages from all the attorneys that we're dealing with Uh, in in addition to the adjusters right they've got a workload 150 200 cases God only knows and they don't have time to read all of that either they really just need to know what do you want me to do Right. Brevity is best and get to the point. Yes. Yes. Get to the point. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And I think some attorneys just can't, sometimes can't get out of their own way. They feel Mm -hmm. like we like need to like say more. I don't know why. I don't know. You, you earn your, you own your stripes and closures for for (laughs) days. Like, Hey, did you close that one? Did you save us money? (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Well, so knowing what you know now, looking yeah. back on your your career and your progression, mm-hmm. what advice would you give your younger self? Don't do it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally, totally kidding. Marry into love, money. <laughs> one of those things, right? No, no, no. I, I've loved my career. It's been able to make me like a jack of all trades, a master mm-hmm. of none. I get to dabble in, in, in all different kinds of things. I think what I would tell my younger self would be, get into networking sooner. Mm -hmm. I think that when I first started out in the business, I just thought, you know, keep your nose down, understand every single little thing about your job and that's going to take you far in life. And that's not to say don't be good at your job and not not to know your job, but this is a relationship business. So it is very good to, you know, polish up those social skills and get out there and talk to people. And you never know where that's going to take you because, you know, it's a a very people-oriented business. Uh, So that would probably be the the best advice I can give my younger self or anyone entering the business, honestly. That's great. That's great advice. That's advice I I would give myself, my my own self as well, because I don't think I networked enough. I was when, terrible. And I didn't understand. I was like, I had this friend who, like, every job was a networking opportunity for her. And I was I like, I don't understand those people. Why is she so serious? And now she's like, you know, she has built herself and she worked for a very well-known large streaming service. Right. And I was like, well, that's because she worked to build up her network. And I, Absolutely. But it's never too late to start. It isn't. It isn't. Yeah. You can jump into the networking of, uh, of it all at any age. And it's going to take you. It's going to take you far. Not saying that being good and competent at your job is not going to take you far, but you need that extra edge if you're trying to be somebody's executive director, somebody's VP. They're, they're going to yes. notice you more because you know some other people, and, and that's going to be the question that everyone's going to ask you in this industry. Well, do you know blah blah mm-hmm. blah? And you're going to be like, No, but I know claims in Connecticut, and that's <laughs> not going to get you anywhere. Right. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sitting down and, you know, joining us. Thank you for stripping me up and just grabbing me in. (laughs) Yes. And tell your friends and anyone you sit next to come over and sit, talk, talk to us today. It's not a bad experience. It wasn't wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Good. That's what we like to hear. For sure. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you.